the, is it morning yet, deal. How about now? Or now? Because morning time is McDonald's breakfast time. And that's the best time of all the times. Wake up with a little splash of sweetness. Get any size iced coffee from caramel to hazelnut to French vanilla for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Hello and welcome to Quality of Life Radio, hosted by Lisa and Nancy. Editors of BigBlendMagazines.com Hey everybody, welcome to Big Blend Radio's Quality of Life show. Every third Wednesday, we get to chat with Dr. Jacqueline Ubani. We call her Dr. Jackie. Uh, She talks about heart health because she is a board-certified cardiologist, an electrophysiologist, and she's the author of the best-selling book, Women and Heart Disease, The Real Story. And you can learn more. Go to her website, womenandheartdiseasebook.com. And today, she's joining us to talk about the Mediterranean diet. So welcome back, Dr. Jackie. How are you? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure. Hey, it's always fun. And yeah, we're, we're looking forward to talking about the Mediterranean diet. I know you're working on a book about it. Uh, this is a, a big project because it sounds quite delicious. Actually, when I was reading about the Mediterranean diet and Nancy and I were both excited because wine is part of it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, wine is part of it. It's an interesting diet, but, um, but yeah, it's a, it's a good diet to be on. You know, and I was looking that it was started in the 60s. And so it kind of is, you know, it's part of, you know, cultural food, right? So it's kind of, kind of go back to Greece, Turkey, Italy, Spain, North Africa, yeah. um, all these, you know, Mediterranean countries. But, you know, yeah. it's kind of interesting. So for was it that people lived longer that this diet came about, do you think? Yeah, so it's it was um, just... I don't like calling it a diet. It's actually a lifestyle. So it's, it's more like a Mediterranean lifestyle. It was actually first noticed in the 1950s or 60s where they were noticing people who lived you know, about seven countries or so that, that, that uh, bordered the Mediterranean uh, Sea, that people who lived in, this, in these regions uh, were living longer and had less and less heart disease compared to, uh, you know, they compared them to businessmen in the United States. And they, you know, they found that they had less and less heart disease. So people started to study uh, the lifestyle and the diet of the people in this region. And so that's how the study started back in the 50s. And it was called the Mediterranean diet because it, it uh, involved seven countries that bordered mm-hmm. the Mediterranean Sea. And they observed them um, and they uh, adopted some of uh, their lifestyle and their eating habits. And actually, a more recent study was done to validate the study that was done back in the 50s. It was published, again, in the New England Journal of Medicine, and it did validate uh, the original study uh, showing that um, this Mediterranean diet can decrease your risk of heart attacks, stroke, and death, and other Mm. heart-related problems by up to 30%. So oh. it's um, it's a heart healthy uh, lifestyle, I would like to say, and um, it's definitely a good idea. 
So yeah. when you say um, lifestyle, is this really looking at, um, you know, maybe chilling out a little bit? Because when I think of the Mediterranean, I already just feel like I'm sitting out enjoying the ocean and outdoors and just kind of, it right. just already sounds relaxing. So is yeah. that part of it? Not just, you know, yes. wolfing yes. down our There's food. A- Yes, exactly. I mean, part of this whole lifestyle is not only just physical activity, um, it's, you know, eating with friends and family, just enjoying time with them and not just, you know, eating mindlessly like we do here, just stuffing your face with food. Um, So yeah, it's a a whole lifestyle experience, eating healthy, eating fresh uh, fruits Mm. and vegetables as opposed to processed, you know, um, and things like that. Uh, that go a long way in um, decreasing your risk for heart disease. So well, I think it's good to be relaxed, you know? Yeah. Especially yeah. during a meal, because when you have the big hurry, like even the term fast food doesn't sound all that healthy. You know? <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what I've noticed is we've, you know, you know, as we travel a country, Nancy and I pets it and, um, and, you know, we've had a cup, I actually, baked a dinner the other night for a couple like I actually did a whole dinner like it's <laughs> shocking um but it was chicken and I thought of you in lemon and I was like it's kind of Mediterranean right um but you know when when you're eating with people and we just recently had dinner with a really good friend that's up here in, in Oregon where we are and I noticed you know whenever we're eating with people I tend not to eat as that much I actually eat right. less and I know right. that's because I talk too much but you know what I mean? Otherwise, if we're not talking to anybody or relaxing and having those conversations at the table, somehow you start to, you know, add in a little bit more. Right. You go for that second right. or, you know, I just, it's weird. And maybe you don't take as big of a portion if you're in front of people too. <laughs> right. And I mean, a diet is, you know, based on healthier eating options. You know, it's, it's a plant-based diet that focuses more on fruits and vegetables and whole grains, nuts and seeds, um, and less likely, not so much of a focus on the red meats um, or sweets, those things that tend to be bad for you in terms of your cardiovascular health. So it encourages Mm. eating more healthy, fresh fruits and vegetables as opposed to processed. Um, and, uh, and yeah, and instead of adding all the salt, there are lots of herbs that you can, you know, put in the meals. So it makes it delicious. So it's not like a diet where, you know, you just don't even like what you're eating. Uh, these foods tend to be, to have a lot of spice, a lot of herbs, and they tend to be very tasty and they're good mm-hmm. and it's good for your heart. And when you talk about, um, you know, the, Fresh vegetables, a fruit, number one, when you see get into a fruit kick, that's kind of like a really good way of getting that sweet tooth in or even dried fruits, you know, um, uh, high in sugar, though, when you start drying fruit. But yeah, exactly. Um, are you cooking the vegetables or or mostly salads with maybe I, I noticed that fish seems to be a big deal as well in this yeah, diet. You can both. You can do both um, raw, fresh. And, and you can cook it, and that should be your main meal. And uh, leave the, the the animal protein as side dishes. And um, so, yeah, so have the vegetables, the fruits, whole grains. Whole grains are a good source of, of protein, and they're pretty filling and not very expensive. Um, and you can, you know, make it taste great. Mm. So you can uh, make mm. these as your as your main meal, 
and uh, eat and you know cut out on the red the red meats which have the horrible or the which are bad for you because of uh, all the fats and cholesterol that it contains. Mm. This is interesting because it kind of like I look at everybody's doing this keto thing, and it just seems so. I know they have to have fresh, you know, fruits and vegetables too. Any kind of diet, it's always that. But it seems like it's very high in meat, what people are eating in this <laughs> keto thing. So it's it's interesting. What, right. What, but kind of more hunter-gatherer kind of thing, I think, for what they're doing. Yeah, so the keto more, I mean, it's more like a short-term kind of thing to lose weight. But, yeah, if you eat too much of the of the red meats that have a lot of, saturated fat, high in cholesterol. I mean, long-term, it, it's not not good for you uh, cardiovascular-wise. Um, so that, I mean, I think people do that for just short-term weight loss. But the Mediterranean lifestyle should be more of a long-term way of eating and living that ultimately uh, improves your heart health. Oh, wow. <clears throat> I think that society went to eating a lot of meat to show that they were wealthy. Because it, yeah. you know, when you go way back in history, only the wealthy people really had meat every day or even maybe yeah. only three or four times a week. And somehow now we're in a, you know, have meat every every day, if not sometimes <laughs> twice a day, mm-hmm. you know? Right. You know, and, and yeah, then part I mean, of it, it's not the processed meats like lunch meats for sandwiches. I can't. Mm-hmm. They're not even real. <laughs> There's so much yeah, junk no. in them. They're not yeah, really meat, no. I don't think. So bacon's a no-no? no. <laughs> bacon's a no, big bacon's no-no. no-no. It's a no, bacon's a no-no. no-no. But, but yeah, you do bring up an interesting point. You know, the Mediterranean lifestyle, these people who lived um, along the Mediterranean uh, Sea, they weren't wealthy people. You know, the food that they ate, they grew in their backyard. They grew the fresh vegetables um, and the gr- whole grains and things like that. And, of course, they couldn't afford meat, and that's why meat was not something they ate every day. It was something that, you know, was to celebrate. They ate it once mm-hmm. or twice a month, you know. Mm-hmm. And they had a lot of fish because they could, you know, fish in the um, in the Mediterranean and um, so they, they, their food was cheap, and they were eating things that they could afford, things that they grow in their backyard, um, and they ended up being healthier than Americans who had money and are mm-hmm. eating the steaks every day and um, foods that are just high in cholesterol and high in bad fats. Mm. And also, you know, when you think about the Mediterranean countries, these are countries where People do sit around, have coffee together. They, you know, do those kinds of things. But so they're very social. But they're also people that you know they go out fishing, which does take energy. Uh, they yeah, do go walk. Yeah. They walk a whole bunch. They so I wonder if that's part of the is that yes, part of the lifestyle then? Yes, that's part of the lifestyle. Physical activity for sure is um, part of the lifestyle. Um, mm. Walking a lot, doing a lot of uh, physical labor and things like that. So that's mm. what makes it a whole lifestyle. Thing as opposed to just a, a diet and food and you know so that's what makes it so healthy it, it's to me it sounds it kind of reminds me of you know the African cultures and you know from you know you're from Nigeria that yes they're they, you know going back to it, it's like they didn't eat meat every single day like you know they, the cow was more for milk and, and things but you know cheese was really if you're gonna have cheese it would be more from goats you know from what I remember yeah. 
And, yeah. you know, and it just seemed like well, I could I could have the dairy there for some reason. I don't know if it's the pasteurization that we do in this country, but, you know, dairy and I have to it's it's a love sick, <laughs> love hate relationship. <laughs> I love to eat it, but my body knows it's it's not, exactly. you know, I'm terrible about it. But I think the the dairy I know we can do, but it's you know, when you think about Greek food, they always have that, you know, Greek yogurt and yeah. that sauce that was it this, I can't remember, tzatziki sauce? Am I, I don't know how to say it properly, but there's always these. Yeah, no, the, yeah, the yogurt. Fresh, yeah, light, light based sauce and, and yeah. oils like salad dressing has more like olive oil and lemon and mm-hmm. not so much of this, these like big ranch. Yeah, the ranch heavy dressing. Heavy, heavy dressing, exactly. Yeah. No, that's a, that's a good point that you bring up because, um, you know, when you think of traditional diets, they tend to restrict the amount of, you know, quote-unquote fat that you, you can eat. But the Mediterranean diet does not really restrict, but they make a distinction between what's good fat and what's bad fat, and they encourage you to eat more of the good fats. So one of the big fats that they use in the Mediterranean, in the Mediterranean area is olive oil. They mm-hmm. use olive oil for just about everything. And olive oil is a good fat. Uh, it's what we call a monounsaturated fatty acid. And it actually could decrease your cholesterol. Uh, so that's the good thing about the diet. You can eat healthier. It encourages you to eat healthier fats like the olive oils or, you know, avocados uh, and things mm. like that. So it gives you more of a variety um, that you can eat and it tastes good and, mm-hmm. and it's good for you. And you can actually bake with it, like baking cakes. Yeah. Yeah, and people yeah. think a lot of people think you can't, but you really can. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ruth Ruth Milstein does. She mm-hmm. goes in and if she makes meat, uh, Ruth Milstein is the author of Cooking with Love uh, ventures into the new Israeli cuisine. So she's, you know, always talking about this. Like if she gets meat, like red meat, she'll take mm-hmm. the fat off and rub it, mm-hmm. rub the meat with olive oil instead of using the fat. And she like, like chicken. She says, no, if you're going to roast chicken, you take the skin off. I'm like, Ruth, you can't no, take the skin off. That's it. We want the crispies. You know, we want the crispies. And she's like, no. <laughs> and everything is fresh. When she comes on a show, we all sit and wait. Okay. We're, uh, how, how many minutes until she says it must be fresh. <laughs> like if you go to the, if you're going to cook meat, you must go to the butcher. If you're going to do seafood, you need to go to the sea monger. Like don't just buy it frozen in the grocery store. Like she's, you know, she's, it, it's a huge thing. And I think, you know, this Israeli cuisine is, is really that same kind of Mediterranean food yes, we're talking about. Like yes. it's not pasta. If she has pasta, it's going to be more like she's going to bring in couscous and, um, quinoa and things like that for the mm-hmm. brains yeah not not white yeah. rice i remember the last Absolutely. show you talked about um heart healthy eating you're like no white rice no white pasta and i you know i went and looked at the in the pasta aisle and i'm like we have a problem man everything is white pasta like yeah enriched yeah. and then but now there's lentils you can get pasta made out of lentils yeah. and yeah yeah that's pretty cool it's just different it's yeah, different exactly. brown rice it's really mm-hmm. good. Exactly. It's, it's, it exactly. tastes so much better than white rice. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? 
not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Yeah. Yes. And it has yeah. more nutrients in it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, right. So, you. I mean, if you go in, I know... Um, sometimes I go to Trader Joe's. I don't know if you guys have that over there, but yeah, I, there are options for you know whole grain pasta, um, mm-hmm. brown rice. You see these things uh, on the on the shelves. So if you're a pasta person, um, you don't have to stop eating pasta 100. Mm. percent You can you know reach for the whole grain uh, brown pastas or the whole mm-hmm. grain bread, um, and mm. stay away from the white rice, white bread and the white pasta, because they tend to be more refined and all of the nutrients uh, are, you know, are removed with each refinement that you do to these products. Mm. And they really don't taste, you know, they really don't have a taste. So it's kind of odd that we, you know, we want want white bread instead of wheat or rye (laughs) or something. It's it's really kind of odd because it doesn't really have a taste. Right. Exactly. No, I, I'm, I'm terrible. White. If you give me a nice white loaf of bread, as freshly baked and some butter, I'm, I'm, I'm there. But you know, but you, but you can get really good dark breads. You know, um, yeah, that that are really good and you know rise and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you, I right. mean, you really can make these changes. With you know, going back to the pasta, Doctor Jackie, Chef Ivan Flowers is on our show all the time, and he's Italian, right? And Mm-hmm. You know, he got, he, his grandma taught him and now he's a, he's a five-star chef and culinary instructor. He teaches high school kids how to cook, which is amazing. And he says, then they're teaching their parents and he's, <laughs> he's really into it. Um, but he, he, whenever we talk about pasta, it's not the Alfredo sauce and it's not the typical red sauce you put on pasta. He's always a good olive oil. That's all you need. Yeah. You have your pasta, a yeah. good olive oil, you know, and then of course he wants to have like, the Parmesan cheese or something, mm-hmm. but he goes, it must be the fresh. Don't get it out of the little jar that's full of salt. Cause he's, he's, he really, he, he's like, if you go to a grocery store and you realize how much sodium is mm-hmm. in these sauces and all these preservatives, he's like, if you use olive oil and you get real cheese, you don't even need as much cheese because the flavor is so good. Right. So yeah, absolutely. Mm. Well, if yeah. you I'm hungry the, now. <laughs> yeah, if you read the ingredients. <laughs> on some of these sauces, you realize it's not food. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Very they always say stuff. shop mm-hmm. on the outside of the, they always say the outskirts of the grocery store, you know, go around. <laughs> so you get the produce aisle. The wine is always on the outside too. <laughs> and we're allowed wine, but again, you have to do, you're only yes. allowed five ounces, right? It right. used to be four. Right. So <laughs> I'm just saying you're doing better. Next year, it's right? Be exactly. That's a, another <laughs> plus for this Mediterranean uh, diet yeah. or lifestyle. Uh, for those of us who love drinking wine, you know, you don't have to restrict yourself. Well, you don't have to not have yeah. any wine whatsoever. You are still allowed your one five ounce of wine with your dinner uh, mm-hmm. every day, which is good. Mm. You know, well, that's good. very Mediterranean. You know, to have yeah. a glass of wine at dinner and maybe next year it will be, you know, six ounces. You know. <laughs> well, I think as, as inflation as inflation goes up, the more wine we should be allowed to have. 
<laughs> you know, I, well, I yeah. you know, she's like, no, <laughs> nah, it didn't happen. But she almost got me excited there because we about the no restraint. I'm like, come on, come on, Dr. Jackie, say it. <laughs> but um, I do want to say, you know, when you think about inflation and the rising cost of food, because food has gotten mm-hmm. like ridiculous yes. certain things, but you're really talking about whole foods. And if you eat like what's in season, exactly. you know, exactly. You exactly. and I think that's part of the the Mediterranean is yeah. they have a beautiful season year round. That's part of the thing. But <laughs> serious, but but you know when you think about fresh fruits and things like that, you know fresh vegetables and and these grains, and mm-hmm. even fish. You know I'm not I, I know fish is a big deal, but isn't it actually more cost effective for families? You think to to eat this kind of diet? Then all the jarred yeah, stuff is. and all the packaged yeah. stuff that we're paying yeah, for. Absolutely, absolutely. Yes. I know. I know. Sometimes it can be expensive to, you know, go and buy a prepackaged salad compared to going to McDonald's or something. Um, but like you were saying, if you try to get the fruits and vegetables that are in season, and instead of getting the prepackaged, cut up vegetables already, you may have to just go buy them whole and chop them up yourself because it's, you know, cheaper when you um, buy them pre-cut or what what have you. Um, mm. So doing those things uh, can mm. lower the cost of your of your uh, food bill compared you know, to buying it, meat. Yeah, and but if you're cutting things, you know, chopping your vegetables, cleaning, and it's better to clean them yourself and chop them, just saying, yeah. you know, there's yeah. there's a health thing with that too. Whenever you see a recall, it's, you know, and it's vegetable oriented, it's always a prepackaged, cut up, pre-washed. Yeah. That, yeah. That's, you know, and then how much did they sanitize it? Like, did they bleach right. it? You know what I mean, it, it's just all that kind of stuff that you, it's not, you've gone out of Whole Foods at that point. But it, I think that mm-hmm. when you cook, and you take those steps, there is a meditational quality to cooking. If you get, you know, sometimes you're not in the mood and, and if it's, you know, overstressing, then that's not good for your heart, right? But if you right. take, set that time aside or get the kids involved in, in meal prep, there is a, I think that's part of the lifestyle too, that it, you're taking time out to do something that's good for you and your body knows when you're doing something yeah. good. Yes, absolutely. No, I would agree with that. Mm. I would agree with that. I think it's cool if you can get kids to grow the food in their own personal gardens. And then they'll like to harvest it. Then they'll learn to cook with it. And they'll appreciate it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That would be ideal. That Mm -hmm. would be ideal. Yeah. Okay. Now, before you go, Dr. Jackie, what is a statin? I heard somebody (laughs) talking about that they had to take statins or something. So statin is a medication that we give for cholesterol. So if your cholesterol is high, um, this medication helps lower your cholesterol by helping you get rid of it in your body. And it's really the standard medication we have for for cholesterol. It works really well. Um, And um, there there are some side effects, um, not not a lot, but a few side effects uh, and people who get these side effects are can't take the medication. But overall, it's a it's a well studied medication. It's excellent for decreasing your your cholesterol and therefore decreasing your risk of having a heart attack or having a second heart attack or dying from a heart attack. Well, can you get yourself off of it if you start to like if you're in trouble cholesterol wise and you need to do that? Like, can you reverse? 
Can it um, well, get the, the off medication of it? can the medication can reverse um, some of the cholesterol plaques in your body. Um, I mean, if you choose to go on a strict low cholesterol diet and your cholesterol comes down, you may, and if you can sustain it, which is always the issue, can you sustain this very strict cholesterol diet? It is possible because there's nothing that's impossible. It is possible to come off the medication, um, but if you've already had a heart attack, um, it's probably beneficial that you stay on the medication uh, indefinitely. Wow. Okay. So we want to do the prevention again. Like you're always talking about lifestyle changes yeah. can really give you an 80% chance of not having a heart attack, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. Wow. So yeah. this, and then this, there, there are cases of patients who have a hereditary form of high cholesterol where, you know, lifestyle changes doesn't, de- can't decrease the number. You just need medication. So these, these people who have the hereditary form of high cholesterol, they, they really need to be on medications. See, I didn't know that you could heredit, you know, have high cholesterol just from a hereditary um, circumstance. Yeah, like I, wow. They lack the gene that helps break down and remove the cholesterol from the body. And as a result, they accumulate uh, cholesterol. Hmm. And doesn't matter how much exercising you do, doesn't matter how much you don't eat, because your liver also produces cholesterol. So your liver continues Uh-oh. to produce it, and your body can't get rid of it, so your cholesterol stays high. And these oh, guys wow. tend to have really, really high cholesterol. Wow, wow. So, so if you know that you, I mean, if you're, you have a family history, kind of like cancer, if you have family who have had, you know, heart disease, heart attacks, then you should be aware, right? Like, that's why aware. I kind of, doing your family mm-hmm. history is actually a really important thing. You know, I know a lot of people yeah. do it just to know more about their health, you know, it right. just, you know, what they should be aware of. Um, so, wow, I never even thought about this. So every time you come on the show now, I'm going to ask you a weird question, but not that's, <laughs> that wasn't a weird one, but <laughs> nice. I didn't, no, no, that's, I didn't that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one because a lot of people are on statin medications. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just heard someone talking about that. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna yeah. ask Dr. Jackie. And I didn't know it was quite about cholesterol. But, you know, it, it's interesting, because it does go back to the Mediterranean diet. Is this a low cholesterol diet? Then this is the this is giving you the good cholesterols like avocado versus red right. meat is the bad cholesterol, right? right? Yeah, right. Exactly. Exactly. See, I look at it this way, where red meat, and you look at the big thing, like if you look at a piece of bacon, right, you've got the white fat, so to yeah. me, that equates to that, like that is already, that is what it's going to look like in your body. In your and body, you have, exactly. Yeah. And if you have olive oil, it's just going to go down like, like wine. That's clear. It runs. It, it's just going to go right through and it's all good for you. And it's good for your skin, by the way. Olive oil is really good yeah. for your, your skin. Yeah. Um, better and than half of the, It's good for your hair. too. So is avocado. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, really good for you. Not- I, yeah. Actually, that's just that's usually a rule of thumb that I teach people that, you know, mm-hmm. people are saying, oh, well, it's very complex. How do you know which fats are bad and which fats are good? And the general rule of thumb, and this is just a very generalized statement, is that the fats that are liquid in at room temperature are much better than fats mm-hmm. that are solid at room temperature. Mm-hmm. So when you think about fats and animal animal proteins is solid. You think about margin, butter, you know, lard. Those are solid at room temperature, and they tend to be the bad fats. 
Whereas and the ones that are liquid at room temperature, like uh, olive oil, tend to be better fats. So it's a good rule. And of you know what? And they smell. The, the, <laughs> no, the, the hard fats smell. They really it's, do. They stink. <laughs> they stink compared to olive oil. <laughs> well, but even the studies, when you look at meat, like they, they were saying like, you know, grass-fed beef or venison is healthier than right the factory farmed meat. It's really kind of interesting, you know, Nancy and I think if we eat, you know, we don't like, we don't really eat meat until we're around people or, you know, have dinner with them right. or we don't cook because it's a, it's, we just don't even look at it. Quite frankly, it is. <laughs> I roasted a chicken the other day and all of a sudden I realized I had to pull all this stuff out of its cavity. I was like, this is, some, <laughs> this ew, man. And I was looking at the organs and I'm like, this is, this isn't, this is weird. No, no this isn't, I, you yeah. know, for, I mean, I haven't roasted a chicken since for like over a decade for sure. I mean, well, that's chicken, how bad it is. Chicken you know, is but, better than yeah. having like red meat. Chicken is, yeah. yeah. And turkey is better than red meat. Yeah. Yeah. Poultry. Mm -hmm. But you have to touch all that stuff and then make sure everything's, you know, sanitized and eat it at the right temperature. You know, it's a, it's a, it's, you know, to me, making a salad and vegetables and avocado is always like our main protein. We eat a lot of beans too. Like it's, it's mm -hmm. your, in, in like Chef Ivan's always like, do your own beans. Don't get them canned. <laughs> They're not good for you. Well, yeah. can, you know, yeah. so he's always do your own if you can. And, and that's mm -hmm. another cost effective meal you can go get those things in bulk in a lot of stores you know that you you know if if you're trying to save money on stuff but i do wanted to touch on the dairy because we you know i know i have a lot of vegetarian friends and when i was vegetarian i went vegan then vegetarian and back and forth but suddenly you're eating big pieces of cheese out of the refrigerator somehow i don't think that's as good for you as like goat cheese and feta cheese right yeah okay exactly no chunks of cheese that's out. No more bricks. Don't eat the brick because that's what it's going to look like when it goes in. <laughs> eat the soft cheese. You're going to have a brick on each hip. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> All right. Well, cool. Dr. Jackie, this is awesome. And uh, everyone, again, uh, go to Dr. Jackie's website, Women in Heart Disease. Uh, book.com because uh, that is again the book you want to get women and heart disease book.com uh, it teaches about women and heart disease and women uh, often have heart attacks and people don't even know they're having them and so mm -hmm. it's really important to understand why and how to prevent it so every woman should have this book and uh, you know men should read it too so that you know You've got women in your life, so it's all important. So womenandheartdiseasebook.com. Dr. Jackie is on our show every third Wednesday, and you can also go see Dr. Jackie. You can go to cvwellnessinstitute.com. She is in, uh, you're in Orange and Irvine, California, right, for people to come and see That's you. That's correct. Well, Orange County, yeah. most. Orange, Orange yeah, County. Orange. Yeah. She's in the OC. So go the see OC. her in the <laughs> OC. And of course, keep up with us at bigblendradio.com. Thank you so much, Dr. Jackie. Thank you. Have a good evening. Good you, day. Too. you too. Good day. Take care. Take care. <laughs>
92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial.